The book of Genesis talks about the Bibles. Open, it, it opens with mankind ruined. Mankind ruined. Why? That when sin came into, into existence, the man already messed up the plan. Hallelujah. Second, paradise lost. Man was kicked out of paradise because of sin. Third, the plan of, salma of salvation instituted. That is in 23, I mean, chapter 3, verse 15. You know, this verse is very good for us to know. Because when you witness the people, they always say, Jesus is a new thing. It's not a new thing. Okay, Jesus was announced in the Old Testament from the beginning of creation, and it's still going on right now. Can we say amen? And Jesus is still God, as a, as a matter of fact. Amen? God is, God is Jehovah. God is Jesus. God is the Holy Spirit. We don't care what, how y'all look at it. It's still God. Can we say amen? Okay? So, um, if it says paradise lost, and it closes with a promise redeemed. Paradise regained, and that is in the book of Revelation chapter 21, verse 22. You guys can go back there and, and, and confirm that. Hallelujah. So, we had talked about the character of Abraham. What does the Abraham mean? Does anybody, uh, let's, all, let's all do this together. Anybody know what Abraham means? Father of many nations, and then later on, father of what? Faithful. Father of faith. Okay? Because remember, many nations became, but many nations, that's why when we go into the genealogy of all this stuff, it's these, uh, these are all nations. Even Ishmael and all these other people came through Abraham, through Ishmael and Isaac. Right? Okay, so I'm going to make you understand that the war back in the Middle East is actually cousins. They're all cousins in the Middle East. Because every time, every, everybody came out of Ishmael and Isaac. Okay? And then later on, as we can see, when we go through this Bible, we're going to see another nation coming out of Esau and Jacob. Okay? So it's very important for you to understand that God just does not write, tell stories just for you to listen to. No, there's a pattern. And if there is no trace uh, existing in finding out if it's true or not, then you know what? Throw that book away. Get another book. You will find everything you want in this book. Okay? Can we say amen? People say, why you, why, why, why you read that book? It was written by man. I say, so as the microwave instruction was written by man. So as the uh, fixing the car, tune-up thing, was, the book was written by man. Everything you, 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 you're learning today is through reading a book. And there was a man that wrote that book. There's a man that wrote this book. The only difference about those men and these men, these guys were inspired by God. Because nobody can tell a story and come out the same way at the end. Amen? You tell people, you tell five people one story, and you have five versions of that story. But the Bible is so put together and so designed so where that when we get to the end, it's over. Okay? So, Abraham. Isaac. The meaning of the name Isaac. Anybody? Laughter. Laughter. Because when the Lord came and revealed to Abraham and Sarah that they were going to receive a child, Sarah was behind the, the canopy. <laughs> You're right. The angel heard that. Did you not laugh, Sarah? And Sarah said, I didn't laugh. But um, so the, the Lord said, you will call his name Isaac. Ismael. Does anybody know the meaning of the word Ismael? Huh? Okay, that's good. You got an answer. That's good. It's not the right one, but it's good. <laughs> Okay, the word Ishmael means God hears. God hears. Remember when they were put out? Remember when they were put out when Sarah told him to get, I got to get rid of them? 
Hagar, which was Abraham's other sidekick. Hagar, right, were fleeing. And then Hagar, were, were, she didn't want to see him die, so she left him behind and kept going. When the Lord spoke to Hagar, the Lord was telling Hagar, I hear the cry of your son. Not her cry, the son, Ismael. And so the Lord, the angel told Ismael, I will bless Ismael just as much as I bless Isaac. So that's where we get all this. Just a side note, keep it on your, just write it on the side. Esau became half of Ismael. Esau, he actually married some girls from, from the Ismael tribe. So that's why God told them, yeah, I'm going ahead of myself, but um, we have to understand why these things do exist. So Ismael means God hears. Esau, okay, Esau. I try to find the explanation or the meaning of Esau. It was not here. I got to dig more. Amen. Jacob. Anybody know the meaning of the word Jacob? Okay, okay. Good answer, Stephanie. Man, you're, I like you because you, you answer, even though it may not be right, but, it's, uh, but I like it. Okay, it's called surplanter. Okay, Jacob is surplanter, meaning what? Take over, take the place of someone on purpose. Whew. And that will explain the grabbing of the heel. Okay, when y'all see that, y'all remember that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So those are little highlights that we can learn from today. But I somehow time wonder and ask the question, God, how do you, why you call Abraham the father of faith? When I see through Abraham the trouble that is going on today. God said to Abraham, I will give you a seed. Sarah got impatient. I'm getting old, Abraham. I need you to go into my maid and give me a child. We didn't hear anything about Abraham saying anything. Are you, how are you tell me that, man? Well, you, can, you can't tell me that, right? Abraham said, Yes, honey, I'm going to. <laughs> I think every man would take that opportunity and say, okay, I'm going in there, all right? <laughs> yeah. So, so we never heard Abraham say anything about this is not right. God said he's going to give me the promise, and the promise is going to be from you, Sarah, not from her or anyone else. And yet we call Abraham father of faith. Okay? Does that sound like faith to you? That we took another course? And not ask God. But check this out. I don't want to mess you up too much, okay? <laughs> because I'm looking at say, ain't no way I can conceive anything to say this is faith. That I'm trying to do it instead of God. Okay, but here's the deal. If this never happened, there will not be any people in the world. So it, it started with the family. And it, might, it, it grew out. And then it became bigger and bigger. Okay, so if God was to tell us, I want you to do this and do that, and you know to do anything different, it's not a faith, right? It's not a faith. Because faith is believing, in, uh, is the hope in something and the evidence of things that are not what? Seen. Faith cometh by what? Hearing. Hearing of the what? Not a magazine or the news or whatever. Hearing of the word. If you are hearing, and you say, how am I going to hear the word? Read it. And then you can hear yourself telling you. Can we say amen? See, God, God, God loves us. Even though he's a God of first, second, third, fourth, fifth chances. No. He still wants to talk to you. 
He still wants to know your plan. He still wants to know if you are gone ho about him. Okay, so um, let's go now to the book, Genesis 25. And let's get this started. <clears throat> Excuse me if I mess up on these names. Don't ridicule me or don't talk about me. And if you do, I really don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, because I'm over here ordered by God, all right? Okay, and there was a famine in the land. Oh, no, that was 25. Then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah, and she, she bare him Simran and Yakshan. And Medan, and Median, and Ispat, and Shua. You guys with me so far? <laughs> and Israel, and um, and and Yoksham begot Sheba, and uh, Didan, and the son of Didan were uh, Asu, Asu. Asuram, Asuram, and Latushiam, Latushiam, and Lem, 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 Lemim, Lem, Lem, Lemim, Lemim, aha, and the son of Medians, Ephat and Ephar, and Hanak, and Abida, and El Elda. All these were the children of Keturah. Keturah was Abraham's wife. I don't know. Pastor, was that, was Sarah still alive or no? She was dead, huh? Okay, I read some of the concordance. They say this time maybe that Sarah was still alive, but I say it can't be because uh, Sarah should be dead in order for him to take another wife. Okay? And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. Remember, if you are the promised child, everything rightfully go to you. Everything. Okay? So he said, and Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But unto the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts. Send them away from Isaac, his son, while yet. While yet lived eastward unto the east country. Seven. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived. A hundred and three score and fifteen years. Okay. We understand the hundred. We understand the fifteen. Can anybody tell me in one score how much is that? When he says scores, he's saying a number of years. Okay, remember he said six scores and 15, right? Six scores and 15. The word scores means 20. So the 20, the six plus uh, 20 makes 60, right? Plus the, the 15, how much is that? 75. That makes Abraham what? A hundred and what? 75. Amen. So y'all be patient. You, we, we still have time to do what's right. <laughs> I'm only, I'm only, you know what? I'm 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 61. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a baby, man. So <laughs> so don't rush to go anywhere because there's a lot more coming. Amen. Can we say amen? All right. Where we at? Verse 8, huh? Okay. Then Abraham gave up. The ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Nine, and his sons Isaac and Ismael buried him in the cave of Matzpilah in the field of Ephron, the son of Sahar, the Hittite which is before 
Mamre. The field which Abraham purchased of the son of, of Cat, there was Abraham buried, and Sarah, his wife. And it came to pass, after the death of Abraham, that God blessed his son, Isaac. And Isaac dwelled by the well in Laheroi. Now, these are the generations of Ismael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's, Sarah's uh, handmaid, bare unto Abraham. And these are the names of the son of Ismael, by the names according to their generation, and firstborn of Ismael, Nabokchak, Kedra, and Abel, and Mitshan, and Mitzma, and Duma, and Masa. Sound like a Mexican, huh? Masa for the tortilla, masa for the tomale. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hey, we're all in here, man, somewhere. <laughs> Amen. Hadar, uh, Tamar, uh, Chetru, uh, Nafish, and Kedamar. Okay? These are the sons of Ismail, and these were the names by their towns and by their castle. Twelve princes according to their nation. Okay, so they have twelve, two, we have twelve. Our twelve is the disciples. Is his princes, prince. And these are the years of the life of Ismael, hundred and thirty-seven years. And he gave up the coast and died, and was gathered unto the people, and they dwelled from Havila into Sua, and uh, that is before Egypt, and thou goest towards Assyria, and, and he died in the presence of his brethren. Okay, remember, Abraham had two sons. One was named Ismael, one was Isaac. One was the promised child, one was not. And and you know to think about this. The number two, okay, when God made Adam, okay, remember that verse that says, by one man's sin, everyone dies? Everyone sin? Okay, I've witnessed to a lot of people, and they say, I'm not a sinner. I don't break any law. I treat everybody right. Listen to me. The sin is in your DNA. It comes from Abraham, I mean from Adam, all the way to us now. And those who are coming. The blood of Abraham is sin. I mean, the blood of Adam is sin. Okay? That's why we lost paradise. We lost all the blessing because of sin. Remember, the word sin, it means we came short to the mark. We cannot love perfectly like Jesus loved. We are not as humble as Jesus. Some of us see people flip off us on the freeway and then, man, they, Chum, I'm going to get that fool. <laughs> I'm going to get that guy, man. Get out the way, man. Ain't no Christianity smelling you when you are pursuing to try to seek revenge. Come on, man. Your wife and your kids is in the car. Hallelujah. And nobody doing it. Hey, be quiet. Sometimes we do act foolishly. But check this out. God still loves you. And he wants you to change. Okay? Don't be bitter. Don't hate. Because when Satan finds that in your life, Satan will build on it. Okay? Listen, uh, I, I, once, I once, my mom told me once, when you clean out your room, you need to put some stuff in there. Because if you don't put any stuff in there, the stuff you took out, it's going to come right back in. So when we clean up our heart, put something in there. 
<laughs> Meaning the word of God. Because if you don't put God in it, Satan is coming right back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can we say amen? Okay, so change is good, but not all the time. Okay, where are we at right now? Anybody? 19, huh? All right, thank you so much. God bless you for paying attention. <laughs> and Isaac, servants dig in the valley. And these are the generation of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife. I just want to, you know, I want to stop right there. But I want to reflect back on, uh, on the chapter 24 when Abraham asked him, asked his servant, to find his son a wife. Even, even when we select our significant one, we need to talk to God. Yeah. I know you like the, you know, the, 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 the time bottle shape. I know you like the way they walk. I know, but you know what? Do not let your eyes make your decision. Can we say amen? Listen. You are a godly man and a godly woman. Look for the characteristic in a person. Do they love their parents? Do they go to church and know God? These are the things we'd be looking for. Because once you get married, listen, once you get married and you haven't stepped into a church with her, check this out. She ain't never coming to church. She will or he will change you. Yeah. Because we're doing it all by ourselves. If we were doing it by the Spirit, listen, the Spirit will guide us to the one that is going to match us. So when, uh, when, when Abraham told his servant to go and find my wife, and he said, uh, and he said well, what if uh, there's nothing there? He said, no, no, no. I don't, can I take Isaac over there? And he said, no, I don't want Isaac to go over there. I want you to go, and I will pray that the angel of the Lord will reveal to you. And we all know what happened, right? He went to the well, and he told God, this is the servant of Abraham telling God, hey, God, this is what I want to see, <laughs> right? If I ask her for some water, let her, let her tell me I'll get some water for your horses too. That is the key. When we pray, don't think God don't know what you're going through, what you're going to mind. Your mind right here. Pray honestly. Amen. Because you can't hide anything from God. You can hide it from me, Pastor Josh, Pastor Manny, Pastor Joe. But check this out. God sees it, and it's just a matter of time before God reveals it. So let us not be hypocrites in speaking one thing and doing something else. If we speak it, we better live it. When we say love, I don't care how much I had a problem with Aaron this morning or with Aaron uh, yesterday. I, when I see Aaron, what's up, brother? You know what? Do not let your differences become a wall between you guys. We all going to go, I'm not going to like Stephanie someday, and Stephanie not going to like me someday. But she's still my sister. Yeah. Amen? Yeah, let's keep it real here. Okay. If you see an old lady walking across the street and, and she's carrying a bag, run over there and help that lady, man. Yeah. Because you know what? It's not you they see. It's who you serve they see. The things we do must give God the glory, not us. Don't ever be up here for some brown points. This is where the rubber meets the road. Can we say amen? If we say it, do it. If we profess it, live it. Hallelujah. We can't be wishy-washy like a paper in the parking lot. When the wind blows, it goes wherever the wind goes. The wind blows it over there. The wind blows it. Some people today are church hopping like that. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. It's okay if you go bar hopping, but don't go church hopping. Yeah. Because you know what? You need to make up your mind who your family is. 
This is my family. The mission at Peniza. Not only the mission at Peniza. Uh, believer's victory. Believer's victory. Uh, glory point. These are all our families. Amen? We, we probably have a different name on the door, but we serve the same God. And I don't say that too much about many religions. Yeah. But I say that to only people who has learned to follow Jesus Christ. So here, Abraham told his servant, go. When he got to the place, <clears throat> put down his, he, he settled down and says, wait. Rebekah came up. And in his description, was a very pretty full girl. And he didn't pick him because, he didn't pick her because of her beauty. Okay, number one, she's got beauty. Okay, let's go box number two. What's box number two? Will she give me some water? Okay, she went and got the water for the servant. They say, okay, check. Number two, check. All right? And then they say, okay, now who is she? Now, number three, the box was Laban. Well, well, it, it was related to, to Isaac, okay? Now, number three, number four, she said, I will draw water for your horses as well. He said, man, God is something, man. <laughs> Imagine looking for a wife and you ascribe to God what you want, and you go over there at the market and you see it. Oh, my goodness. How much is that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we can tell God. We can be personal. God wants an intimacy relationship with you. He wants to know about you. He wants to know everything about you, okay? Just like your husband and your wife. They want to know everything about you. So don't be hiding stuff. Hallelujah. Because it will show in your attitude. You know, when somebody come home and they're mad, but they don't, they don't want to look mad, but they come home. How was your day, hon? Good. You ask a woman. How was your day? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and the man come over. How you was your day? Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I heard a study that says a man speak a thousand words a day and a woman speak 5,000 words a day. I was like, oh, my God. That means she better spend 5,000 words at work before she come home. <laughs> yeah, because when she come home, it's going to be 5,000 words on you. So you better take it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So... When God brought, when, when, when the servant brought, and, and, and if you can remember the prayer that he prayed, God, I want you to honor my master. He, he lifted up, uh, lift up Abraham when we pray. Remember Pastor Joss. Okay? Pastor Joss is our spiritual father here. Though he's young at age, I want you to know that the, 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 the magnitude of the position he holds is not a joke. And all of us must learn to respect all our pastors. And not only that, all of you. Amen. Can we say amen? All right. Let's move on. 21. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Boy, hallelujah. If, if we, I gave Pastor Manuel, Manuel the, 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 the graphic of the map, the difference between Isaac's walk with God and the difference between Abraham's walk with God. If you look at that map over there, okay, if you look at that map, it looked like Isaac was born at Beersheba. Right there. You guys see it? Isaac is in the black line. Okay? Abraham is in the, uh, like the dot lines. So if you can see, Abraham's journey came all the way from Haran, all the way up there. Now, yeah, all the way. And then, see how far he came? That's how far the Lord took him. Now he come all the way down. Remember the famine? The famine changed the course of Abraham's life. Instead of waiting on God, they went to Egypt. And so, let's go down, Pastor. 
Okay, so therefore, his journey all the way down, go all the way down. You see how his journey continued to go to Egypt? When Isaac's journey finished right here, what is that one? Beer, beer, beer Lahai, Lahai Roy, right there. Then the Lord told him there, do not go to Egypt. So I was thinking to myself, why did he tell Isaac not to go to Egypt, but he didn't tell Abraham? Okay? Why? Okay. I think God got tired of fixing things. <laughs> so he told Isaac, no, go back. So then he went back up, and he went over there. Okay? And then the place where they, that he, Abraham was buried is right there in, he, uh, in Hebron, I think, right there. Yeah, right here. Okay, so all these maps, you see these things, I like when I, when, I, when I study, I like to put the picture of the place in my mind. So when I, when I look at this map, I say, oh, this is pretty self-explainable as we follow the word. Okay? Now, so 23. And the Lord said unto her, oh, not 23. 21, Isaac, okay. And, the, okay. and the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. Before we go inquire of an answer from somebody, we need to pray to God first and inquire to God. And then God will either give us the answer or he will send us somewhere where we can get the answer. But everything that you do has got to be first, God. Ask God first. Go to God first. Have you ever went to somebody first and before you know it, before the night was over, your problem was on the billboard outside? And then you get hurt? Trusting in people that are vulnerable just like you? When I need to talk to God about something personal, I don't share with nobody. I take it before the Lord. After I take it to the Lord, the Lord directs me to the pastor. And then I go talk to the pastor. And there, me and the pastor will unravel what the Lord is trying to say. Okay, so please talk to God first. Don't talk to your friend. Or don't talk to anybody because you know what they're going to do to you? They're going to call the inquiring minds wants to know and sell your story for gossip. So please, don't do that. Let's go to God first. Amen? Can we say amen? Okay, so now let's go to uh, And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb. And two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Wow. Right now, the, the young people probably say, oh, yeah, that's me, that's me. <laughs> and they're telling the older brother, hey, you got to serve me, man. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. No, don't do that, man. Okay? Okay, so... So what this is saying, two nations will come out of you. Esau was, was to become a nation and also um, Jacob himself. Uh, and the Lord said unto her, two nations was to come out of the womb, and two manner of people uh, shall be separated from thy bow, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elders shall serve the younger. And when her days... Uh, to, to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And, the, and, and first came out, the first one came out red, all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. Maybe that's what his name means, huh? Hairy. <laughs> hairy, okay? And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was 
three score years old when she buried him. Three score. How many? How many? Come on, man. Where y'all? Sixty. We have a winner right here. <laughs> Sixty. Remember, every score is what? Twenty. When you see how many ever scored, there's no one. Twenty. And then when they say five score, it means what? Hundred. Yeah. You see three score, it means 60. You see four score, it means 80. So every time you hear a score, remember, it's 20 per score. Okay? So that way, I know you're going to find this in the Bible. And when I found this out, I, I had to look it up and, and see what's going on here. And, you know, scores. I was like, the only scores I know is when a 49er scores <laughs> a seven point up on the board. Yeah. So, or sports term. But to say that in here is it, pretty, um, it's pretty informative, okay? And, the, and after, after that came his brother, out of his hand took hold on Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob, and Isaac was threescore years old when she buried them. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, and a man of the field. Uh, and Jacob was a plain man. He was a mommy's boy, uh, dwelling in, in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his um, uh, ven venison of venison, huh? Venison of, of Rebekah's love, but Rebekah loved. Jacob, and Jacob sought pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint, meaning he was tired. And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with that same red uh, pottage, for I am faint, therefore was his name called Edom. Okay, now this here will become, there's a nation called Edom as we go through the Bible, okay? So it's starting right here, Edom. And then later on down the road, he will marry one of the ladies from Ismail as we go on, okay? And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. Okay, let's stop there, thy birthright. The question is, if you and me were Isaac and Esau, and we were giving a inheritance as a older son, and and we were tricked, I don't know what Esau was thinking, but the birthright is everything. I mean, you have everything because the birthright comes with a benefit. So for Esau to give up his birthright over a cup of soup, I cannot understand what Esau was thinking. Maybe the sun got to his head. He got overheated and came home and was not himself. And I was saying, well, God, you know, he was saying, because he, he didn't mean it, man. He was, he was hungry, and he wanted. And I said, if that was me, man, I'd have beat him down and just take the soup. <laughs> you, know, but, you know, but instead, he sold his birthright. But he didn't understand the birthright until the blessing was given away. Hallelujah. Today, we can choose to be Ismael or we can choose to be Isaac. The road you are now determines that fact. Are you walking with God or are walking as self-governed? Only you can tell yourself what to do. Nobody can tell me what to do. You know what? Give up that way of thinking and we'll be okay. Because check this out. We are all family. And you know what? I take that word seriously. 
you are my sister, you are my brothers in the Lord, and if you need help, I'm going to be there. Yeah. I don't care what color you are, whatever. if you are my brother in the Lord, and you need, going, you're going to do something, I will be there. I'm sure our pastor staff here will be there as well. We'll probably try to see who's the first one that can get to you. Okay? So, please, please, church people, we need to understand and take heed to the word of God and follow it to the, to the fullest. You know, in the Bible it says that every iota, like even if there is a speck in the paper of the Bible, it means something. Some of us, we read too fast. We miss the point. We're just trying to justify the fact that I read the Bible today and God is happy with me now, like scoring some point. Ding, jack that. No, no. Learn while you're reading. Even if you're stuck with one scripture, get that scripture before you move on. Because if you're, if you're having a problem with that scripture, the whole thing will not make sense to you until you understand that one. Amen? It's like taking such step to step. There's a one, two, three, four, five. You have to get to the one, two before you get to the five. Some of us trying to get to the one, to the five. Amen. We cannot do that. You're going to hurt yourself that way. But if we do it the right way, we'll be okay. Okay, so don't be rushed to go anywhere. There's nowhere for you to go. I remember one family was rushing to leave work when I was working for over here in Compton, where I was working, this guy, was, he was rushing to go home. On his way out, he hit another car that was coming out, and it was a co-worker of ours. And I said, see what happened? When you rush, you should just detox yourself, get your mind clear, ask God, guide me. Instead, you went, and now you got problems. You got to pay about 1500 to fix that car. And then you're going to blame everybody but yourself. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's go on. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Hmm. And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he sweared unto him. This is where the problem became. Remember Hananiah and Sapphira? The money was theirs. When they said, we're going to sell everything we have. And we're gonna give, they should have said, we're going to sell everything, but we're going to give you half. God wouldn't have minded. Or he, even if you say, I'll, I'll sell everything, I'll give you 10%. I'll give you 20%. The problem was they said, we'll give it all to you. Then when they went before the disciple, uh, the apostle, uh, 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 and he dropped dead right there. And Paul said, why are you lying to me, man? You ain't lying to me, you're lying to God. And he dropped dead. Safari come in, strutting in with her money. <laughs> and it's not the whole thing. Your 10%, it's got to be 10%. Or a little over, but you can't be less. Amen? Let us not cheat God. You know what? And I think we're not cheating God. We're cheating ourselves from the blessing from God. Hallelujah. Okay, so um, here, and Jacob said, I swear. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of the lentil, of the lentil and, he, and he did eat and drink. And rose up and went his way. Thus, thus Esau despises, despised his birthright. Amen. So, some of us will sell Jesus. Some of us will just sell out on, sell out on the devil. And, and, and you know, we, we play the, the role of going to church thinking that people thinking we're Christians. Well, you're playing the role of fooling people. There are people coming in and out of our church, and uh, uh, we sometimes we don't know who these people is. But check this out. Throughout the, throughout the time, the person will show by their character. 
You know how you know who's who? The fruit on the tree. Amen? If it's an apple tree, it better bear apples. If it's orange, it better bear orange. You see? But see, us, if you are a Christian, the first fruit should be love. Second fruit, joy. Third fruit, peace. Fourth fruit, gentleness. Fifth fruit, uh, self-control. Sixth fruit, uh, patience. Okay? Seventh fruit, we already got joy. Anybody else? We got long-suffering, self-control. Uh, amen. See, these are the fruits. When I see this in you or when you see that in me, you know who we are. Can we say amen? And you don't have to prove a thing to nobody. You just walk around and shake your fruits. <laughs> and they're going to come running. <laughs> Why? They want the fruit. Amen? Can we say amen? You, we are here, but the fruit comes from the Spirit. When you live your life according to God's ways, you, it's going to rain on you blessings that you cannot contain. You know what happens when the trains get off the track? It's no good. They mess up everything. So when we walk with the Lord, we're like that train staying on the track for Jesus. All we're doing is just focus on the goal. We're not walking over here, over here. Forget about that guy and that go over there doing that thing over there. No, no, I'm focused. Yeah. You have to be focused today to make it here today. <laughs> because if you weren't, you wouldn't be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? So the book of, of, of Genesis all the way to the book of Deuteronomy, I tell you, these five books are very profitable in expanding your knowledge and expanding wisdom. Okay? Because in these, four, these five books, it will explain to you as you go on. And every time you read the Bible, it's because you have learned to understand the book of laws, which is in the book that Rose wrote. Okay? So, you know, like we say, uh, today, we don't live by law, per se, but we live to fulfill the law through Jesus Christ. Can we say Amen. Listen, the law has not been abolished. It's just been fulfilled by Jesus Christ. And the only reason, we, the only way we can fulfill that law is for us to follow Christ. Because you know what? If you're thinking you're trying to do it yourself, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. And you're going to blame every pastor and every church for your failure. Until you learn to blame yourself. And go to your knees on the foot of the cross. And next to the Lord, Lord, I'm tired of trying to do this on my own. I'm tired of playing the lottery and never win. I probably spent already $100 at the lottery this week, but I never win. <laughs> I tell people, hey, man, if I hit the lotto, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home and build me a mansion. And my friends say, how are you going to win if you don't buy a ticket? <laughs> I would say, that's a good, I say, I know, huh? I say, because I don't buy tickets. Not that, not as bad, but I can't afford the tickets for that. It's $2 now, huh? $2 for the tickets, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you. And I know everybody's quiet. I, I'm not going to say because he's going to put me on blast. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah, this is not wrong with it. You see, a lot of people, they demonize stuff like that. Like even bingo. They say, that's, that's a devil sport. I say, man. Ain't nothing in this world is of the devil. Everything is of God. The devil just twisted it. Yeah. Okay, so, like, like I say, it, uh, uh, the Bible didn't say, uh, if you're having a smoking problem, hey, that's between you and God. Work on it. But don't let that problem stop you from coming to church. Don't let that problem stop you from lifting your hands and praising God. No. Listen, man. God's love is stronger than anything. Okay, even, even, even alcohol, you know, we demonize that stuff. You say, you're going to hell, man, because you're drinking. You say, here's a, 
600 guy, 600 pound guy coming. Hey, you're going to yoga, you're doing <laughs> Come on, man. Don't be coming and correct me. If you, you need to correct yourself. And you, you know what? I'm serious. It's the people that smoke be telling the other people that you smoke. <laughs> it's the people that drinking with you coming and tell the people that you drinking. Stop it. Stop it. Stop being a child. Listen, know the people that you're with. Okay? I will love you regardless of what problems you have. I will feed you the word of God so that you can get full of it and get all the worldly stuff out. I will help you. Because God made me, when I came to the Lord at 23 years old, I dropped smoking, drinking, cocaine, all this stuff at one time. And my friends were telling me, oh, it's just a phase. He's just going through it. I am 61 now from 23 years old, and I'm still serving the Lord. Can we say amen? Amen. We need some Sarah. We need some Naomi. We need some Mary. We need some Joshua. We need some Moses. We need some Caleb. Amen. We need uh, all these people in our church. And you know what? We have them. They just haven't come out yet. Hallelujah. But I believe in God that we have everything that we need for the ministry in this house. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. What time we have over there? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. We're, we're done over here. Okay. We're going to continue next week uh, with uh, book, uh, uh, 26. But we're going to stop. I went six minutes over. Um, but I want to thank Pastor Joss, Pastor Joe, and all the pastors in our staff for allowing me and giving me the opportunity to share with you and also uh, to do this study. I love teaching because it was teaching that brought me out of the mess I was in. I, didn't, I never knew the word better when I started teaching people, and I knew the word myself. As I was teaching people, I was teaching myself as well. And I want you to know, when it comes to me and writing together, you are the same person to me, and I hope I am the same person to you. Forget about the titles. We just learn to treat each other with respect and love. Amen. Can we say amen? Don't only respect the pastors. Respect our elders. Our, our elders, whether a woman or a man. Respect our youth. We got to be the example for the people to follow. Can we say amen? Okay. On that note, thank you all for being here tonight. May God continue to bless you.